Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we had uh, some interesting guests, didn't we? We did, yeah. We, uh, it was uh, the World Pieing Championships. We always love that. Yeah, it's we went up to good. Wigan to find out what went on. It was quite controversial this year. People ate here. pies, I think. You'll well, they did eat pies, but they ate <laughs> different kind of pies, and that, that is key. Oh, it's very technical. Uh, Martin Longstaff joined us. Uh, he is the man that has sung and written. He wrote the theme tune, sung the theme tune to Sunderland Till I Die. Very nice. Which is, uh, it was lovely. Yeah. Uh, and really a really lovely fella. So we had a good chat with him. This is the Netflix documentary. So that, plus us just burking about, as we often do. Yeah. Uh, and here it all is. Good afternoon, Andy. And I think uh, just a, a plea. Yeah. And just uh, really, if you're going to have a good Christmas, my fellow Spurs fans, we've all got to relax. Because we are going to have to get used to the next six months of... Because every time uh, Manchester United win, yeah. Manchester United win a game comfortably, it'll be Maurizio who. So you're going to have to get used to him being sort of dissed like that. Yeah. Think, oh, in the end, you're going to be very protective of the manager if they go on a good... But every time they lose, they say, but of course, he is only keeping the seat warm. So we've got six, seven months of this. So you can't get into a frenzy. You're going to have to relax because ultimately what anybody writes, what yeah. anybody says will not make uh, an iota of difference to what the man does and whether he stays or goes, in my eyes, I yeah. think. I think somebody else who may be looking for a new job is Claude Puel after last yeah. night. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying this after the event. I wrote it as soon as I saw the team. I said, what are you doing? You've got Chelsea on the weekend. That's a, you know, that's not even a 50-50. You know, Chelsea would be favourites hmm. to win that. This is, you're not going down. You're not going to finish in the top four. This is a great opportunity. Why would you not play your best team from the start? Yeah. Well, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a chat about yeah, this later amazing. on in a bit more detail. So, but, but on the other side of it, I was pleased that uh, Lee Mason was refereeing the game. He meant he won't be doing Chelsea Bournemouth tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a good thing. Actually, to be fair to Lee, he had a good game and he he got the penalty call on Chowdhury. who played very well. He got that right. He just got a toe on the ball. It was a oh, okay. good decision. Um, and then I was talking. I was reminiscing. I was sort of texting Jado. We, we often chat during City yeah, yeah, games. Yeah. And I was reminiscing with him about ESPN Classic because he, he he's going to come. In, I didn't tell you he's going to come in on. And he did tell me he's, he's going to come in Christmas Eve to he tell is. his Christmas joke. Yeah, he's coming in to tell us the Christmas joke. So yeah, I said yeah, it's yeah. great for me because I can never remember it. That's it's like a new joke every year. Yeah, of course. So I said that he, you laugh uh, at the punchline. You're a dream, aren't you? <laughs> I for am. most comedians, yeah, I am. And then ESPN Classic, as we always say, you know, was like live sport for me. I can never remember what happened. Yeah. So it's a marvelous and it's a marvelous archive, and it's disappeared. And I was thinking, I think I know why it's disappeared because mm. I reckon the common 
commentary now in this age of you know new age of consideration for people's feelings, which is a fair thing. Yeah. Uh, you, you know things like I can hardly see David Hughes. That'd be fair, unfair on the visually impaired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah got, possibly. Yeah, they think it's all over. You know, not everyone can think for themselves like that. So yeah, it's all a bit harsh. <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> He's got him, Richie Benno. That'd be uh, someone's got someone. So that sort of idea. So I didn't think. I didn't think. I thought that's possibly why they didn't do ESPN. And then, uh, I don't know if you saw the River Plate game. Did you see that match? No, who was that? Who were they playing? They were playing the World... The season was over. No, oh, you no. mean the, in the World, World Club? Club Championships. After yeah. all the kerfuffle, all those that's business and getting there, yeah. they went out uh, to a little-known team, Al Ain of the UAE. I had to look them up. I'm really? Of it. Yeah. So, of course, they, all the Boca fans are gloating because they were sort of absolutely assuming they'd play Real Madrid in the final. Yeah. But, you know, of course they didn't. It just struck me. Shouldn't Tim Vickery be on today? I'm looking at the producer. Have you yeah. completely forgotten? It's Wednesday. That's what Christmas does to you. That's what yeah. I said, said to you before the show. Yeah, where's Tim Vickery? Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Yeah. He will be on. We'll, we'll, find some, we'll find some room for him. We'll and find a home for him. If you take Al Ain, if you take away the hyphen, it basically spells Alan. And I was thinking, if they were like the Corinthian casuals, yeah. they'd only have players called Alan. They could have the whole Alan family. Clive, Martin, Bradley, Joe Alan. Alan Muller. Alan Brazil. Alan Brazil, why not? Yeah, a team of only players called Alan. That sounds like a good <laughs> that's idea. A, that's a good idea. So, uh, yeah, we'll hear from Tim about that, but it's an incredibly strange result. For yeah, me. it was very, very odd. And just going back to the reporting of, uh, of uh, Manchester United and the change of manager, hmm. it, it does seem, I mean, there is, there's two scores. There's Manchester United fans saying, oh, we'd love Maurizio Pochettino. I was saying, well, he's never won a cup. You know, he's never won anything, so he's not good enough for us. And I'm just thinking that he'd better hurry up and maybe potentially beat Burton Albion on penalties at Wembley because that's clearly the mark of whether you're a terrible manager and you're a great manager. Winning the League Cup on penalties potentially against Burton Albion is the mark of whether you're I any mean, good winning, winning, or whether you're rubbish. Winning stuff is relevant. It depends. You know, if, you, if you're Pep and Jose and you get into clubs where you know, they're, they're used to winning stuff, yeah. that's fine. But what he's mm. done at Tottenham, it's t- it takes time to build up to that level. You mm. know, and uh, they're getting to semi-finals. And we all know how it works. And you, you do feel... I certainly think Spurs will win something sooner rather than later. But I was thinking about Jose, his next job. What he needs is a young... A lot of people said he's, you know, the game's passed him by. Mm. So I think he needs a younger coach alongside him, like AVB. I was thinking they could be like Gerard Houllier and Roy Evans. You think? Well, it could work. Yeah, it'll be always good to see AVB back in uh, in football in this country, isn't it? Yeah. With his fine track record. I mean, we were thinking about managerial duets, weren't we, in the... In the uh, well, it just struck me. We, I don't know. Uh, we're going to be chatting to a guest later on that had Andy punning on uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates, and it did strike me that they mm. sounded like. I mean, I've just picked this at random. Like <laughs> Runcorn, for example, would go on a good cup yeah. run, and yeah. they'd say Andy and I'd say, um, "Yeah, but we'll be much like the Cowleys. We'll be chatting later on to the Runcorn management team of Daryl Hall and John Oates." <laughs> yeah, why not? It could be, couldn't it? it? Could be. You've got any other rock and roll pairings that sound like? What do they sound like to you? Think of some great double acts from the world. Mm. of uh, music and what would their role be at what level of football if you want to join in Seals, and, Christmas? Seals and Crofts well, uh, Len Seals and Gary Crofts uh, yeah, I think you've got to go with the original first names you've got to actually go with the I first names I don't know what name. their original names were oh well you're going to have to look this is the trouble isn't it yeah. Lennon and McCartney I think you could probably get yeah, that probably one could. Could you? yeah yeah but well done to uh, Burton as well, Nigel Clough. What a great performance yeah, that was. Tremendous. It was fantastic, mm. wasn't it? Well done to them, yeah. So, so um, Did you see the penalty shootout? Oh, I did, yeah, mm, yeah. Wasn't the greatest set of penalties, were they? No, not at all. They were really terrible. But Murich, uh, do you see that when he, he made himself look so big and the, mm. he was clapping? He was like an oversized Bruce Grobbler. It was incredible. <laughs> 
I thought the, the De Bruyne goal was fantastic, oh, wasn't it? Yeah. A good way to uh, mark your return, wasn't it? Great oh, hit. He's a wonderful player, no question. So we'll have a good look at the games uh, this mm. evening. Um, Arsenal versus Spurs, Chelsea versus Bournemouth a little bit later on in the show. We are going to reflect on a wasted opportunity for Leicester. We spoke to Jeff Peters the other day and I think the natives are getting a little bit restless uh, around Claude Puel and just basically throwing away the quote. Played, I mean, well, they to be did, fair, they played yeah, well. They played well and they got they went to a penalty shootout with City. So it's not a complete disaster, but they are out. And so you're maintaining with a with a stronger side, they well, could have got that done in 90 yeah. minutes. And I, and I always think that when you, you know, if you don't win your next game, that looks really poor. If they beat Chelsea on Saturday, then people will be able to say, yeah, he was right to rest the players. That yeah. was a good thing I to mean, do. I mean, also, it's not just about Saturday. It's about, have you seen the Christmas programme? I mean, most teams are playing every two days. No, I know. It's ludicrous. So, it, you know, you can't keep putting out your strongest side. But you've got, to, you've, you've got to, if you're going to rest players, why not rest players in certain games? Why not? A chance to, you know, you're in the quarter-final. You've got a chance to get to the semi-final. The Premier League have done it again. They have found themselves in that situation where, uh, you know, obviously there is a, a sort of clamour to show lots of games over Christmas with mm. a captive audience They've on got that TV. fourth game this year. That fourth game. And I'll never forget a game between mm. Spurs and Manchester United at White Lane. It was the fourth game. And it was garbage. There were so many bad games mm. that day. Because the players just they couldn't get themselves. You up know, for it's, it again. Uh, it's Liverpool City or City Liverpool. That's the always the I think it's such a shame. What could be a great the, feature match? Yeah. You might get two flog sides yeah. by the end. We, I, we'll I do think that's a, a pity, disappointing yeah. game. So Excuse it a bit. I think always one game too many, and of course um, we've seen them cut back. They've gone early, haven't they? On, on the old mm. round of sixteen, the fifth round of the FA Cup, mm. they decided with so many teams in Europe, six sides in Europe in Europa League and Champions League. They've cut that back. Oops, yeah, uh, that makes sense. I think. To um, yeah. no pens, uh, sorry, no extra time uh, or replays. Oh, well, actually, it might be extra time, but certainly no replays anyway. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. If you could see me now, if you could see me now. I hope that I'm making you proud. I hope that I'm making you proud. I hope that I'm making you proud. Like a ship. I hope that I'm making you proud. I hope that I'm I hope as the opening theme. And uh, it's a great little story, I think, of how it came about. So uh, the Lake Poets, the performance name of uh, Martin Longstaff, who uh, joins us now. Hi, Martin. Hi, Andy. Hi, Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, uh, it's, well, I mean, how old is the song? When did you write the song? Has it, has it been a, around a while? Yeah, so it was released in 2015, at the end of 2015, on an album I made. Um, but I wrote it in about 2012, and it's, you know story I've told a few times it's about my granddad who was a shipyard worker loved the club 1973 cup final win was his best day of his life and I wrote it for every kind of person who'd been in that situation in the north and across the country and I admired him a lot so it's really really nice story that it's on the, the documentary and I'm chuffed and That's how did nice, the guys yeah. from Fourwell um, kind of get into was it something you pitched for or they just came to you no no I, I Really nice story, actually. Um, they got in touch with me completely out of the blue. I thought they were taking the mick, you know, sometimes you get these things, the lads winding up. But it was there. Uh, love the song. think it fits the documentary brilliantly. I was assuming it was just going to be a piece of incidental music in the background, but then it was the theme tune. 
so I. That's great. And they, of course, they love the club too, as you all know. And uh, so it's a natural fit, really, isn't it? Exactly, man. A great bunch of people. Um, I'm lucky enough to be involved with them now. I've been talking to them all week, and uh, obviously since June via email. And they love the club as much as me and all my mates do. So it's a class thing to be a part of. The, uh, the, 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 the uh, opening titles are fantastic as well. I mean, the, it, it, the music works so well, but the, the titles are excellent, aren't they? I was chuffed. Um, great bunch of people down in London called Alchemy, and they did the, the graphics. I'd been sent over them in July, and I had to fit the music around, so we did a new version. And obviously, when I first saw those images, they're very ingrained into my heart and everybody on Wearside, and it was just beautiful. It seems it, it's gone down pretty well because we were we were saying the uh, the guys came in last week, uh, uh, Suits and uh, and uh, Ben uh, last Hi. week. We were chatting about the documentary, and it's different from the one that they did with Reedy all those years ago. We were talking to Mickey Gray about it when he was in the other Hi. day as well. It's a, I remember it's a, that one. Yeah, it's a different it's a different sort of thing. It's it's just, it's kind of as much about uh, the community and the city as it as it is, and it's it's the the club's place in the community, isn't it? Oh, it's a, it's a huge part of our city. We're a massive football in town, massive football in city. You know, we're still getting 40,000 people, 35,000 people and we're in League One. It's massively in people's hearts and it's something we all believe in. So to have this documentary just show us as a bunch of people who are passionate, caring, will love what we love. It's, it's, you know, sometimes the town and the city and the club get talked down. So it's just a really positive experience because we're all good up here in the North one. And it's great to be recognised. Yeah, it's good. I, I love the stadium, right? It's a great stadium. And uh, uh, I'm reading about you. This may you can confirm this or not. It says that uh, there have been calls for you to perform the song on the pitch when Sunderland take on Bradford City at the Stadium of Light on Boxing Day. So can you reveal whether that's going to happen or is that a secret still? It's a bit of a secret at the minute, but I'm definitely going to be there. That's what I can say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll Brilliant. be a buzz, won't it? Playing on the pitch. <laughs> Should it happen? Should it happen? Yeah. Well, you can, you know, you can imagine. It's been a dream of every young lad and every last to play. On the, on the pitch at the stadium, like even Roker Park, you know, that was my dream. So if I get to go on the pitch, it's a little lifetime achievement yeah. made. Were you a, a decent footballer in your day? Did you play a bit? I did. I played in the Russell Foster League, which uh, people from Wayside will know. I was a striker, played for Ashbrook. Right. And uh, I got man of the match a few times, but uh, I had to cut my career short because everybody got massive when I asked to the same height and they used to kick us up the height. <laughs> have, you, have you ever watched the 73 final and the highlights or the full game or anything like that? Yeah, so I mean, I've managed, it's part of our folklore, you know. We're yeah. still taught about it. Everybody's got like 73 in their car registrations or in their Twitter handles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, it's one of those things. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Of course, the cup yeah. in those days, it meant more than it does cool, now. Yeah. I think. You know, it was a huge like, thing, just, wasn't it? Just wish I was alive, man. Like, I've heard the stories from my dad, I've heard the stories from my granddad. People were just, you know, bouncing off the ceiling. Yeah, Can you I mean, imagine, imagine that these days. Of course, that, it was no, it was one of the safe. it was one of the greatest shocks of 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 all time in football because within there you think oh Leeds Sunderland fine but Leeds were so dominant they were so oh, much yeah. favourites and there had been giant killing before in in cup competitions but not necessarily in the final no, not to go to a final and to beat uh, uh, and especially with all the drama Jim Montgomery mm. save and and everything it was it's, it's it's still an amazing game watch some highlights back a little while ago and it's it's a fantastic match. Of course, man. We've still got, you know, every pub you're going, it's got pictures of Bobby Kerr on the wall holding the cup up and stuff like that. He never has yeah. to buy a pint ever again. That type of stuff, you know. Brilliant. Yeah. And Bob Stoke and all that, just the the, the, the Mac and the tracksuit bottoms and the, and the trilby running well, on the that, pitch. That great statue course, outside the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah I was going to say, that's what I mean. The lads meet before the game or after the game. And it's like, it's in the, it's in the hearts of everybody on Wayside. Yeah. 
So Brilliant. musically, how did that how did that all come about? And did the sort of Lake Poets come about as a, as a concept? I was just a, I was just a uni, and I was hating my life doing an English degree in Newcastle. Funny enough, and uh, I just saw this little title in a book. It said the Lake Poets, and I was like, I'm desperate at writing songs and being in a band. I didn't have a band, but I, this is how old it was. It was MySpace. I captured the, uh, the domain. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. And then, uh, eventually, over the years, you know, I've been going about seven years now, and just got people together, played some gigs, and we've, we've had a kind of little career, you know, we've been there all over Europe, we've been to the States, and then this is just the cherry on the top of this uh, 2018, to be honest with you. You've had a... So I was, I was reading somewhere, I've sort of a bit of patronage from sort of Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics has helped yeah. you out. Yeah. Dave, Dave's a Mackham, you know, he's from Sunderland. Hmm. He, him and Annie met in town and went on, obviously, conquer the world of pop in the 80s and then later. And yeah. uh, he got in touch with us a couple of years ago, said, do you want to write some songs together? Come to Nashville, I'm based there at the minute. Wow. I was like, whoa, whoa. all right. <laughs> Nashville... <laughs> I uh, wrote a couple of tunes with him and we just got on like a house on fire so we decided to make an album and he's been like a bit of a mentor and somebody I can ring and have a bit of chat with ever since he's popped a sound Brilliant, Brilliant. So what, what has this meant to you so far Martin would you say I mean is it, is it, it I mean, you're probably a bit of notoriety uh, up on Wearside but I mean is it, is it, is it opened a few doors you think? What, what I'm really taking from it all which is like as a, as a songwriter primarily is there's so many messages people have been sending us the last three or four days. It feels like 10 years, you know, like Monday seems like 10 years ago. Because mm. I've just been getting so many messages and so many messages of support. People saying, this song reminds me of my grandfather or my dad or my family who worked extremely hard. You know, we had a lot of hard times in the Northeast. We got devastated with the industry decline. And people are just, it's making people happy. And at this time of year, as a songwriter, that fills me with so much just pride, essentially. Absolutely, yeah, lovely. Look, it's a, it's a brilliant documentary, but it's a tough watch if you're a Sunderland fan because it's oh, you know it's a bit like watching Titanic. Well, literally from your point of view, because you know <laughs> you are going to hit that iceberg, aren't you? You know it's. Well, happening. We, all know, we all know what happens, but yeah. we, you know, put it this way: there's, there's people watching it who don't give a nick about football. Like my wife, not really bothered about football. She watched the entire thing absolutely wrapped. Yeah, because yeah. it's such well-made documentary. It's got that. It's got that kind of captivating. Wait, it was. I think that's right. We, the, the, ben was saying that last week. You know, if it's on Netflix, it's it's, it's global. It's uh, you know, everybody's oh, going to yeah. see it, and you're going to want people to watch it. It's got to have a life beyond football, and it, it certainly does. So, and they're doing a second series. Um, Fingers so, crossed. Yeah. Well, it looks like. Uh, it's going to be a happier one the way th- Touchwood the way things are going at the moment yeah. isn't it I think of course we've got we've got a brilliant uh, chairman we've got a great team now I'm lucky enough I'm going to meet them in a couple of days time um, it's just onwards and upwards and you know all I really want to see is I want to see us uh, beat the magd again like so yeah. Get in the same league as them. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, Martin. Good to talk to you. Continue success. Thank you very much. It's a it's a great song, and uh, we wish you well. Thanks very much. Thanks, fellas. Goodbye. There we are. It's Martin Longstaff mm. there from the Lake Poets. Nice story. Yeah, and uh, go and check it out. If you haven't seen Sunday Until I Die, it's there on Netflix, and uh, you do end up binge watching. It's uh, very very good. Highly recommended. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Our producers just come in, and uh, on, on the old monitors in front of us, we've got all manner of different sports that are on today on our screens yeah. and news. And his eye has been taken by BT Sport um, and its coverage of the powerboat racing from the UAE. And he said, <laughs> I've got a new favourite. He's a talking yeah. I've got a new favourite sport. It's absolutely fantastic. He's getting right behind Team Abu Dhabi, and he's a right glory hunter because they yeah. it looks like they're going to win it what about team gary o you're not going with them <laughs> sunk he but says. uh he's, he's yeah it's taking place it's the grand prix of Sharjah. prince is loving it prince has been watching it because it's in Sharjah. it's a strange sport isn't it really yeah but he loves it i know he's into it we're gonna have to buy him a powerboat for christmas dull. you can't really see the drivers i don't know so it's all right if you're on bullseye in abu dhabi you win a powerboat <laughs> So, yeah, of course Keezy presents it. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, you could have won. And he wills it on. Anyway, we'll move on. Yes. Um, uh, the World Pie Eating Championships uh, in Wigan mm. yesterday. And we always report on it for you. And um, uh, it was quite controversial this year. There's uh, uh, changes in the, in the filling of the pies. Yeah. Tony Callan's always joins us from Harry's Bar in Wigan. Hi, Tony. Afternoon, are you all right? Yeah, nice annual chat. It's, it's like Simon Cow on a jet ski. For me, it means Christmas is just around the corner when we speak to you. So, um, yeah, so you turned a chicken, didn't you, for, uh, in the pies? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were concerned this year because we had a time at Wigan. And obviously the United uh, Nations have been saying about all the greenhouse gases and all the fractions uh, from cows. Yeah. So, um, and, of course, in a recent darts tournament, there's a little bit of... Uh, um, Flatus. going on. So, yeah. Yes, so I was very, very concerned. So we thought we'd do our bit for society, mm. and we decided to change it into a chicken and carrot and sage pie. Okay. Mm. I think that, That's I, quite savoury. Well, I do, I do think myself that, I, you know, maybe after a couple of pints in Harry's, that would have a very similar effect to whatever other pies you had, wouldn't it? Or, or did you find not? We, we didn't find it had that effect yesterday. I mean, what, what, normally it's a big potato pie, and yesterday it didn't have that effect. The problem was yesterday was it was just chaos because uh, we had women entering the competition, which doesn't normally happen, and, of course, they, they had lubricants on that. They, they had the lipstick on, so I had to get them to remove all the lipstick before <laughs> they could enter the competition. <laughs> really? Uh, they weren't happy bunny rabbits about it. <laughs> no, oh, wow. Pies, so, so The, the pies we, we had, mm. unfortunately, all started, uh, when they got them in the hand, they had like a white wine sauce, and so the pies were dropping everywhere, so it was just absolute chaos. Yeah, because wow. normally a chicken pie does have a creamy It's a bit runnier, sauce. isn't it? Bit yeah, consistency And also you've got a bone problem, because <clears throat> you can get some bones. What, chicken bones? Well, you can. It could be I'm more. not from... Meticulous. <clears throat> well, you're meticulous, yeah. You'd have to be. I made one of the other pubs, and we made sure there was no bones in, yeah. and bite-sized chicken. Oh, good, wow. good, good, good. Nice. So, um... Uh, 
Um, how many contestants did you have this time? We had 32 contestants, but we had a problem yesterday. Hmm. Uh, in the 32 contestants, we had two got the identical time um, oh, wow. the competition, which was, when, when you hear this time, you won't believe it. 14.6 seconds to eat a pie. Wow, that's impressive. That is quick. What's the what's the technique? Because in the world of kind of hot dog eating, um, uh, some of the, the stars of it, they have a kind of they they wet the buns, they fold the buns, and they eat the kind of franks in a in a sort of completely different way. You sort of break. So, they've, what's the technique for eating a pie that quickly? What do you do? We, we don't allow any water, any lubricants, or cough mixtures in the competition. Right. It's a case of getting the pie, and what they tend to do is break it in half, throw half in the gob. Hmm. Start eating it and swallow it as quickly as possible. Okay. And so that, that's the only technique. The problem yesterday, because we had the two lads who drew equally, hmm. I had to do a pie off. Wow. So <laughs> we, we had a pie off, and obviously the lad who won it, Martin Appleton Clare, the fifth time he's won it, or well, he's won five uh, world champions, and it was 19.5 seconds because it's always more difficult to eat the second pie. Of course than the it is. Pie. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he, yeah. But he shattered his previous record, didn't he? Because pre- I mean, I'm looking yeah. here in 2015, he was 38.2 seconds. I don't know if that was due, due to the sort of heavier meat content. It, that... Yeah, I mean, if that was with the meat and potatoes, so this is with the chicken and carrot. Yeah. And yeah. So won't there be an asterisk? It's got to be a new set of times. Won't there be an asterisk against? It's a bit like you know you you're changing the rules. There may be people crying foul. Well, Very I good. mean, it's my competition. I'm the prime master, so I like changing the rules. <laughs> you know, and it's good fun. It's it's true. It's very. I mean, as you say, Martin Appleton Clare's got a great record in the competition. But in the in the Daily Star today, they called him Martin Apple Clare. They left that like Martin Ma- Apple Pie. Or something. Martin Apple Clare. They left off his the nickname, tongue, which was a bit strange. Yeah. Did you have a ladies champion as well, Tony, or was it? We didn't. I mean, no. oh, so the, the ladies who entered. I mean, they were from out of town. They were from near Manchester. Oh wow. And, uh, the they, Metropolis. They, they were on a day out. I mean, they, they, they all come to Wigan for a day out now for this pie eating. So it brings a great deal of um, cash into the economy, which is great. Yeah. But we didn't have a winner of the ladies. I mean, they, they just they were eating them as well as always humble pie. <laughs> What's the? Can you can you remember the slowest time? Does anybody just come along for a free pie? Do you have some contestants well, who they took? I mean, up? That's a problem. Yeah. We get people walking in for a free lunch, yeah, so that's you know a problem. They, they come along and they just eat pies, and you get them when they're round the table. It's such chaos. It's all been done with it within a minute. That they're pinching pies off the table, and uh, wow, it's unbelievable. We don't mind because it's near Christmas. There's yeah, a lovely video online here. I think it's part of the Wigan Today. That's right. Yeah. And uh, when the lads get stuck in, they tear into the pies. Well, yeah, well you've got your against the clock, Andy. Pastry going everywhere. It's fantastic. You can't sort of sit there delicately chomping <laughs> no, a little bit. No, you've got no, to get... no, you, no, we don't do anything delicately. It's all, you know, it's, hey, lads, uh, get that pie and get it, get it, get it eaten. And it's, it's fantastic. And, you know, the fun we have doing it is, is just absolutely wonderful. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, well, we'll catch up with you next year, Tony. Another successful uh, <laughs> tournament is over, so uh, you can relax now. So thanks for joining us. Thank you. One day you might join us and enter Whoa. the competition yourselves. We, well, we should. Have to yeah, come. let us know about it and see if we can come we and do a show, show from there. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Great, wouldn't it? Take care, have a great Christmas. Oh, and you, Tony, yeah. all the best. There we are, Tony Callan there from uh, Harry's Bar. It's going to be a World Wigan. Cup, World Cup of pie eating. You know, well, that is it. That's the no, World, that's world Championship, but like a kind of World Cup involving. You know, what the world? Well, you, know, you, go, you have a tournament, like you go to another country and you have a whole. Where thing. are you getting all this money from? I don't know.
<laughs> Who's going to underwrite it? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm fully you're prepared. To get, to, you're going to have I'm to get one of the big, to invest. one of the big pie, the big pie companies, local ones. It, Pimlet's the big one up there, over in that part of the world. Didn't yeah, well, it's in, it would be in their interest. Yeah, mm. I remember once I went to St Helens and there was a, the bakers there, <clears throat> and they had the Pimlet's pie carousel, and it would go round. Oh, nice! It was quite mesmerising. Yeah, I, yeah. I was there for about ten minutes. I was in a trance. <laughs> yeah, nice. <clears throat> Excuse yeah, me. A bit of pie caught in your throat. A little bit of pie caught in my throat. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We are back tomorrow with two pigeon detectives. So if you've uh, if you've had a uh, pigeon kidnapped or, or worse, uh, maybe they can help. No, of course not. They are indeed a band, Andy. Oh, <laughs> and his face. He's thinking. Who would, yeah, they're, they're I, they're I thought it was some TV show where blokes go round looking for pigeons. Looking for pigeons, look at you, pigeons, pigeons in, your in your loft or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of guano <laughs> suddenly in your gutters. No, they're a band. They're lovely lads. Oh, they love okay, their football. Yeah. I'm sure I remember. And they'll be with us in the studio tomorrow. So <laughs> until then, have a, I love the fact you thought that was real. Uh, what, what channel is it on? Oh, it's on Discovery. I'm really, and he was going to go and watch it tonight. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow from one. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.